Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hey there. It's my SD mom, Amber. And it's my SD mom, Jessica. Back to school time. <laughs> it's going to be so weird back to school season this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I see, I don't, my kids only two. Um, so we don't have back to school, obviously, but you, your kids are all school age kids. Yeah. So I have um, one, two are going to be in the elementary school mm-hmm. and then two in high school. So my, my one son is going to be going into 10th. Mm-hmm. My other son's going into ninth, and he is super bummed because it's his freshman experience, oh, man. and he's not experiencing it. So he's really, really bummed about that. And then I have two in elementary school, and uh, it's going to look very different this year. It's kind of weird. It's really weird. Now, with everything last year, when school stopped and had to be done at home, at least... The students and the kids had, they knew who their classmates were. They were in the rhythm. They were in the rhythm. They knew who their teachers were. You know, this one, they're going into a new grade, a new classroom. So most, you're not going to really know your teacher. You're not going to know who's in your class. You're not going to be sitting next to your friends. You know, it's going to be a very different experience. I feel really bad. Um, I feel like I worry about their mental health. Yeah. You know, because it's not the same. And and it's going to be a long day. Yeah. I can't. I mean, you know, like I said, I, I can't imagine because I only have a two-year-old. So, you know, our days are full of poopy diapers and screaming over Moana. So, I, you know, I'd almost take that over this. <laughs> I almost would, too. I got an email. <laughs> so my girls, they go to Daylord um, in San Carlos. Mm-hmm. And it says, Daylord's online school hours are going to be uh, from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. There will be a school-wide lunchtime from 11.30 to 12.30 every day. Okay. Um, Daily live teacher interaction via video conferencing will end by 2.30. Teachers will notify students of their daily schedule, um, which provides up to three hours of customized online instruction. I just feel like, okay, so it's going on and on and on, but I feel like there's going to be so much screen time. Yeah. And how healthy is that? Like what what no recess, no interacting and playing. I just feel so bad for these kids. As adults, we have so much screen time. I know. You know, and imagine being a kid. I know. Just... And the, and the social interactions and everything. Hopefully um cuz San Diego County is off the watch list. Yes. And they say if we stay off the watch list, schools could potentially open as soon as September 1st, but it will be on a um uh, school district by school district basis. But then there's the thing, well, okay, so they open back up. What if we get back on that watch list? They have to close down again. Yeah. Is it even worth it to send your kid back to where, number one, they might get sick or they could spread it to other people? 
and then just everything have to get closed down again because we are seeing that across the country. So as a parent, you know, if that happens, if schools do open up, have you thought about what you might do with your kids? Will you send them back to school? If I schools will. Open up? You yes. Will? Yeah. Um, if it's an option, I know there are other parents that are like, no way. Or yeah. There was an option, or at least it was thrown out an idea of doing like half and half, half at home. Yeah. But at that point, if you're just going, if they're going to school, just send them to school. Right. I, I, I would send, I'm going to send my kids to school if it opens. Now, it's supposed to start um, virtually on August 31st. That's what the plan is as of now. Okay. Do you know how long it's supposed to be on the, the no watch list or whatever? 14 days. 14 days. So they so- said September 1st could be the earliest. Um, that a school could start planning to open. Now, they still, I think, would need more days to, like, two weeks to prepare. Right. So it, it would be, be maybe mid-September when schools could potentially open if we stay off this watch list. And when they do go back, it's going to look so different. Yeah. I can't even imagine what the teachers must be going through. I got to say, teachers have always been undervalued. In this, and underpaid. And underpaid. <laughs> Before, they are... So much more now undervalued and underpaid now because the work they have to go through. I mean, you think they think, oh, well, they're just doing online. But there's so much work that goes into planning and prepping. I worked I was a teacher for a year for an after school program. And it was so much work for the two hours after school that I had the kids. Um, I had sixth graders, which I don't suggest. Um, (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Hormones. Um, Oh, boy, they were a treat. Um, uh, I get really, I get along really well with really young kids. So like third and under was like my jam, but and even younger than that, like I did, then I did an after school program for a little bit before I came back to San Diego for a couple months and I had kindergartners and first graders and I loved them. They were my favorite because they're so fun and they listen. Sixth <laughs> graders listen. start to realize that they don't need to, right. or they think they don't need to listen to you. They catch up. So that becomes a whole problem. Um, but anyways, the prep that I would have to do for this, you know, two, sometimes three hours after school program was so much work. And it wasn't even like curriculum stuff, right? Like, like an actual teacher has to it was, like plan there the was whole like, day. It, there was some curriculum stuff because I had to go. It was instead of homework, they went to this after school program. It was for kids that had lower grades and things like that. Gotcha. So oh, they okay. went to this. So they were still doing stuff. So it was kind of almost like a homework help type thing. So I would do a lesson. I But okay. planning that lesson <laughs> and planning this and having whole curriculums, it's so much work. And now they have this added bonus for teachers that they have to do it online and they have to keep their kids involved. I can't imagine what keeping your children who are at their own houses – and keeping their attention, like, it's insanity. I can't, teachers are heroes 100%. When all this is over, I want to take them all out for drinks. <laughs> if I win the million dollars, <laughs> I'm just going to take teachers out for drinks across the world because they all deserve them. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so I was looking around for some tips and some resources for parents that are going back to, social, uh, to distance learning. Um, and I found this article on CNN uh, with seven ways to win at uh, online learning. And they gave some, you know, just a couple things to think about. Um, first one, organize, organize, organize. Ugh, um, I am not good at that. <laughs> I'm very much a type B personality, so I've already lost this game. <laughs> Sorry. I am a crazy organizer, as you know, Amber. Yes. So um, this would be my forte. Um, but uh, a organizational expert 
uh, Rachel Rosenthal, she said, when a child's physical surroundings are organized, it enables them to do better work. Um, physical organization leads to mental organization. So organizing is really going to be a key to uh, making your child the most successful. Um, posting a schedule. Um, when I, Like I said, I taught for a while. We always had a schedule, okay, from 10, you know, 3 to 10 to 3.20, that's our bathroom break. Then from 3.20 to 3.30, we were going to be doing math quizzes. Like, And then that way the kid knows what to expect, what's what time. They get that in their classrooms. Having that at home is going to be key to continuing that and keeping them on a schedule. I, parents going from summer to now going back to a schedule at, with kids at home where they're used to being home and having fun – yeah, because summertime, Oof, there's no real schedule. You know, it's kind of a free-for-all because yeah. it's summer, you know. Yeah, and now you got to go back to it. It's parents and kids. And then uh, trying to uh, <laughs> get back on schedule. Oof. I'm telling you, so far, I'm not I'm not going <laughs> to do well for my kids. <laughs> I, well, how about this? Designate a learning area. I love this idea. And I've seen people do this on Instagram. I mean, that's great. But, you know, for those who live in a small condo or an apartment like myself, there really is only one area, and that's the living room. <laughs> Um, I've seen some parents just like in their little kid's desk in their bedroom, they have a little desk for them and they put up posters and things that you would see in a classroom, you know, like ABCs and multiplication tables or numbers or color charts, depending on the age of the child. Um, So a designated learning area, they say, is really helpful. Uh, Communicate with teachers. That's obvious. You're going to want to have a lot of communication with your teachers. Um, Supplement the curriculum with other things outside of the classroom. Um, and now I found some really cool resources that we'll get into. Get outside. Make sure you're getting your exercise. Everybody should be getting outside, trying to at least once a day. I say that, and I can't tell you the last time I've been outside. <laughs> um, and this one I thought was a little interesting, and I don't – I think it's a little foo-foo-y. But some people, this might be cool. All right, let's Some it. people might be into this. Create a family mission statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that's what I said. <laughs> I'm like, that's what not your, my what jam. What would your family mission statement be? Mine would be like, just do your work and leave me alone. <laughs> Get through the day without killing each other, <laughs> and and you can have something. Then you can have a fruit roll up. You know? <laughs> yeah, you can have a fruit roll up. That's exactly it. Oh my god, a parent's mission statement: Get through the day without killing your child, or if like one day with nobody screaming at each other, like win. Yeah. That's just, it. Just get through the day. That's my mission That's statement. It. There you go. Um, so some resources I found online, some really cool places to go. Um, if you just need some extra help or want to find some more ways to help teach your kids, um, uh, there's this really cool website called Beanstalk, and they have a bunch of classes that are on demand. These are for mostly younger kids. I was going to say, because the kids are already going to be in their classrooms online. Right. But these are like just extra little fun activities, and they're guided through classes and things like that, um, exploring nighttime for ages one and a half through three. So that's actually something I can there do. There you go. How parachutes work, ages three through six. Fun little classes. And this one actually also has camps, uh, online cat camps. Um, and there's also like cooking classes, but some fun stuff to keep your kids entertained while you're working from home. Because that's the other catch to all of this is not only are your kids <laughs> trying to learn, you're trying to get your job done. Like it's nothing and there's no rules anymore. I'm sorry. If somebody tries to tell you, you know, your kid's only supposed to watch so many hours of TV a day, 
No. Yeah, that's pre-COVID. Sorry, that's that's the, not a thing anymore. That's not how life works nowadays. No. That's the thing with today. It's like there are no real rules, and there's no answers to the questions. Like my kids have so many questions I about know. what's going to happen. I don't know the answers. You know, no one really knows. It's just you yeah. have to kind of go through it in order to know. You know. I mean, how do you explain the answer? Yeah, you to don't because there you is don't no. Know. You don't know the answers. If I do explain an answer, I'm just making it up because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, yeah. tomorrow sounds good. Five weeks. Well, just, we'll be back in five weeks. Sure. Sounds it's a good. weird time. It's so weird. And it's it's amazing that like um, anyone who's alive right now has never gone through anything like this in their lifetime. This is new Mm-mm. for everyone that's alive right now. So it's I mean, all yeah. new territory. Well, and there's been pandemics in the past, but we've never had the kind of society that we have now. Pandemics in the past, it was a lot easier, more to, I guess, social distance or Absolutely. whatever. Absolutely. But here, everybody's really more close together. Things are really reliant on each other. Um, we're really reliant on social interaction more than ever, I think, in our history. And so not being able to have that, especially for kids, is a really tough time. Um, you know, so if any way you can find social interactions with kids. I know there's a lot of parents that are doing learning pods where they have a uh, – they're with maybe two or three families together that are helping each other out and helping teach their kids if they have – um, you know, kids in the same grade, they're helping them out so that at least they're getting a little interaction and they're just, those are the only people you're interacting with. They're right. in their own little bubble. You know, the That's bubbles really work. That's a good idea. The basketball bubble, that NBA bubble in Florida is working. You know what's weird? I was watching the basketball game yesterday with my son and the digital fans, I know this is totally off topic, but have you seen the fans? Uh-huh, it's, uh-huh. They're all digital, like uh-huh. people in their house being broadcast yeah. as fans that is so futuristic looking to me it's like something you'd see in a movie the whole thing's the whole wild. thing's so wild yes wild it's so wild that and it's also become this is our topic it's become like a little summer camp for these men that are out there and women like especially the men the nba players i haven't seen so much the wnba players but the nba players are out there just like playing like random wiffle ball tournaments and having a grand old time i think i saw a a water balloon fight. It's just been, there's a great Instagram. Must be nice. And NBA bubble watch is this Instagram. And it keep shows and it compiles like a bunch of different um, players, Instagrams and what they're doing while they're playing. And right. it's hilarious. I'll have to check it's it like, out. What it's, is it? NBA N- bubble watch? Yeah, that's okay. it. All right. It's anyways. It's like it's summer camp for these guys. Like oh, they're absolutely. just having the best time, yeah. jumping into pools and oh man, we gotta do this. Uh-huh. They're just having the best time Must of their lives. Be nice. I know. <laughs> but bubbles work is what we're trying yes, to say. Yes, so there's so. a lot of parents that are doing that. Um, YouTube. I know you might. A lot of parents do do this already. We are big fans of YouTube um, in our household. We um, Crash Course Kids is a. They have Crash Course. Um, there's two ones. There's Crash Course and Crash Course Kids. The Crash Course Kids is a little more younger based, but there's ones that are older, just the regular Crash Course that can be high school and above. I mean, even me, I watch them because they're so interesting. They're so fascinating. They're really short videos that explain different topics in a really fun and interesting way. Um, and they've actually were started about eight years ago by a grant. Um, and they've created all these videos, so definitely check out. I mean, there's ones like Let's Fly, Weathering and Erosion, What on Earth, Got Some Solutions, Success Equals Mac and Cheese, but you're actually learning something, but it's mac and cheese. Um, the Engineering Process, What is an Engineer? 
those are really it's a really great um, YouTube um, channel that I highly suggest to look at and then to find even more channels uh, uh, YouTube what is it youtube.com slash learning there's a great compilation there of a bunch of different classes and different bunch of different places that are doing great online classes that are interesting to kids I mean I I love YouTube so and I know kids love YouTube and things like that so definitely you know go check out these kind of things because you know a 10 minute video on the fundamental laws of chemistry on YouTube might help your kid more than that chapter yeah or at least help it a little bit more enhance it enhance it thank you Mm -hmm. um and then also there's a great website called amazingeducationalresources.com. Now, this was created for teachers um, to help put res- – to have as like – it's like one big website where teachers from all over the country submit what they've done for different curriculums and different lesson plans and oh, things rad. like that. And um, you can search it. You can search all categories, ages, and find something that maybe they're learning. So if they're learning multiplication tables right now – Go and see if there's some other fun things that some teachers have submitted that they've used in their classrooms, and you can use those at home. It was created for teachers, but now everybody's using it. What is it. that website one more time? It is called AmazingEducationalResources.com. Oh, that sounds cool. It's really That's interesting. That's really neat. I like that. Yeah. So um, I hope, you know, we helped. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just a, like we keep saying, it's so weird. It's just a time when we, we have no answers, you know, we're just going well, to live through it together. Nobody has any answers right now. And, and but that's OK. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and that and I think that's the one thing that I think and I think we talked about this a little bit is that it's OK to be scared and anxious and it's okay for your kids to be scared and anxious. You don't want to show too much how stressed you are in front of them. But if they are scared and anxious, it's okay to have emotions. It's okay to have feelings. And I yeah. think this year, if nothing else, has taught us that it's okay for us to feel a little anxious. And it's also taught me that I'm not alone in my anxiousness. Right. Like We're all human beings. We're all experiencing this together. And we're all anxious, you know, creatures. Yeah. And, and it's okay to sit in that. And, and yeah. you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's just. And it it's okay. It I hope. <laughs> I mean, I really hope that what comes out of this is that kids, as they grow up, the kids that are young now, they know it's okay to be anxious and have, you know, emotions and be able to express them and. Maybe it'll help with like a mental illness in the future. Like maybe we'll be more open and broad with mental illness because we've had this time where people have were all together and they realized how everybody is and we're all anxious and maybe we'll be more open and honest in the future. That's yeah, what I yeah, hope. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, Spin let's, it in a let's, let's light. look at some silver lining of 2020 because yeah, there's got to be something. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining the show. I am Maya SD Mom Amber. And I am Maya SD Mom Jessica. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.